everyone, and welcome to the Life Redesigned Podcast, where we talk about how you grow through what you go through. Life will always bring you challenges, and I am determined to not allow your past to set your future, but rather your life this far to shape who you are as a strong, confident woman. Allow yourself and your life to be redesigned and be all that you've always dreamed of. You deserve it. It was a little quieter this week from everybody. So hopefully you're still working on getting those gratitudes journals done every day. I know it's okay. You know, if you miss a day and you skip a day, it's okay. At least we're doing something versus maybe we were doing nothing before. So keep plugging along on that. Uh, Last week we talked about um, writing down two to four places or people that you need to kind of like check in and reflect on. So um, just kind of curious to know if like how that, how that went. And if anything came about, let us know, like either in the chat here or in the group. Um, and then just kind of like how we're adjusting. We talked a lot about like asking questions, uh, reflecting. We also talked about doing a mood board and, um, we're going to continue that homework through this week. And I would love for you to finish your mood board this week so we can maybe share them in the group. So that would be awesome to do. And then, um, we also talked about logging our wins So logging our wins, um, when we do reflect and like, oh yeah, I handled that in the way that I wanted to handle it. Right. So we definitely talked about doing that. So keep doing that this week so we can share a couple wins. I'd love to hear what you guys are winning, where you're winning, who you're winning with, how you're winning all the things. I'd love to hear that in the group. If you feel up up for sharing, uh, today, number four, we are on week four. Um, we, this brings us to healing sitting and being quiet. So we've got three lines there for our homework or sorry, not for our homework, but for our, um, our workbook. The first one is healing. The second one is sitting. The third one is being quiet. So this kind of all wraps in together of we've really gone through the stage of acknowledging and then figuring things out and then reflecting. And now here we are to really focus on what does this look like of how, what, what's my next step here, right? So our next step is just that. It's to heal, it's to sit, and it's to be quiet. So this goes, whether you are like in go mode to achieve your goals, whether you are in healing mode to just really continue to reflect and understand, uh, whether you're in complete despair that you can't do anything. So you're not even in healing mode. You're like in the trenches of like everything that's going on. Um, so this applies to every single place that we are. Hi, sorry, I see you. Uh, so don't discount this for whatever stage you're in right now when you move to a different stage because we all will as we go through life, like life has, has ebbs and flow. Um, <clears throat> This will apply everywhere. So you can apply it to when you're healing. You can apply it when you're just like, you know, feet to the pavement, ready to, ready to go, ready to roll with, every, with all your goals in front of you. This applies everywhere. So let's talk about what it means to heal. Let's talk about what this looks like. Um, last week, we talked a ton, or not last week, week two, I think it was. We talked a lot about turning inward. And then we did kind of touch on that a little bit last week of like our reflection questions. Also, um, 
you know, like that, that is also turning inward. So now that we've like turned <laughs> inward, now we have to like sit as we're inward. Does that make sense? So it's like all these things. And then we're like, okay, now we have to turn and reflect. And now we have to like sit here so that we can understand what the reflection means and what our next step actually is as we move forward. So for today, let's, yeah, let's start with healing. So I love this. Are you guys ready for this definition? I looked at a bunch of them, but this was my favorite. It's the personal experience of the transcendence of suffering. That hit me so hard. And I thought it was so unique in a way to explain healing because healing comes after suffering. I mean, essentially, you know, it comes after things like, a breakup or, um, even like a, a car accident. That's like suffering an injury, suffering, uh, something to do with motherhood, suffering, a marriage suffering. Yeah. But it's in those times that we are able to turn inward, to sit and understand that through that, and we, when we look back and we're through it, we look back and go, Whoa, I grew so much. And I learned so much, right? So that's what I'm super excited to talk about today and kind of get into. So why do we have, why do we have to do this? Why do we have to sit? Why do we have to be healed? Why do we have to be quiet? Like, this doesn't make sense. Like I'm a doer, Amy, you don't understand because like, all I like to do is like, go, go, go and do, do, do. And I want to get down my task list. And right. Remember last week when we talked about like, does your growth only have to do with getting your tasks done? Carrie, I'm doing this to you. <laughs> right Samara last night we talked about how you're like a task doer lightning like I'm doing this to Samara too so okay <clears throat> so is it you guys trust me I know I am right there with you you guys both know that I'm such a doer and I have all sorts of tasks task lists going on in my world like I am right there with you so is that the only thing that we are focused on or is there some sort of meaning behind how are we growing through what it is that we're doing? This is the, this is the way, this is the way to do that. Okay. Um, so when we sit, when we're quiet, when we, um, get rid of some noise, when we're able to really be still, it actually does a lot of things that we don't realize, like it can really open up ways for us to be creative, believe it or not. Uh, it opens up our minds to actually become sharper. Okay. Right. Like we would, you know, in my mind, I would think, well, all I have to do is like, when I'm doing this task list, like that's, that's what, that's what gets me done. You know, I was, I was listening to this pastor this past week and one of his things, I love listening to him because he was an athlete um, and now he's a pastor. So just a lot of like the way that he relates of like just Christianity is like athletic wise. So it's really relatable to me. And he's, um, he talks about like when he now makes task lists, he writes, he writes his tasks down of things that he has to do. And he writes a letter a next to the things that only he can do. Then he writes a B next to the things that he could delegate and have other people do. And then he writes a C next to the things that could really be either, but they're not like super crazy important that he could do later. And he's like, sometimes all I want to do is do like all I want. I just want to knock out like a bunch of C's because they're simple, they're easy and they're quick. But what I really need to focus on is like those two hard A's that only I can do. But in his mind, like, he's like, I'm so task oriented that if I just check off eight things at the end of my day, I'm like, okay, 
I had a successful day. I checked off eight things where maybe the top two ones that he put an A next to are like going to take a little bit longer or they're a little bit deeper or there's some healing or some sitting in there. And he's like, I don't, I don't want to do those. Like I want to do the quick eight things and mark, mark them down. So, right. So those like A's are kind of going to be where we grow and kind of how we move forward through this. Um, get, being still also like allows us physically to become lighter. Uh, it's a way for us to like our, almost like our, like if you can imagine your spirits, just kind of your spirits lifting and your shoulders kind of like, you know, kind of relaxing. Um, and here, here's the thing, like, it doesn't have to be some sort of like, okay, I have to sit in my closet with nobody around. Nobody can bother me. Like, that's the only way that I can be still for some people. Like I get it. That's totally like not so driving you crazy. Okay. But it, it could be something as simple as like you're driving in the car and whoever is driving, you know, you're sitting in the passenger seat and instead of maybe grabbing your phone and checking your emails, maybe you just, you're looking, maybe you look out the window and you just notice, you just notice whatever happens to your heart and your mind happens. So instead of, you know, I'm never a passenger, I'm always driving, but if I was a passenger, I'd be like, blah, blah, blah. yeah. Um, it could be something as simple as like when you're taking a walk, maybe instead of listening to music. Maybe you leave that at home and you just listen to organic, natural sounds outside and look around. Um, like every time I take Nevada outside for a walk, like we even go for winter walks and we'll talk about those things. Like we leave and with the kids, like we leave everything at home and we'll walk around and I'm like, Vada, what do you see? Oh, do you see the birdies? Here's a tree. Look at the leaves. Here's berries. Oh, look, a doggy peed right there. The snow's yellow. Like, I mean, it's just a time for you to just really slow down and notice an organic. And I love doing that with my kids because they notice different things than I do. And it slows me down. You know, like Xander will always say things like, oh, mom, look over there. Like, like we had, um, let's see, when was it? It was when Vada was a baby. So it was, it was COVID. I, it was such a windy day and we had a kite and I took Sandra outside and we went to go fly this kite. Okay. Like side note, I like, don't know how to fly a kite, but like we went outside and I had, it was so windy. I had Vada like in my carrier, she was a baby and I had a blanket over top of her because it was freezing, but I was trying to like be a mom to Xander and also like spend time with him. So we go outside, we fly this kite in like a millisecond. We didn't even make it a second in a millisecond. It gets caught in this tree. Okay. So like it gets caught in the street, whatever life goes on COVID we're inside a lot, blah, 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 whatever. So we like start going for walks and we usually would head this way for our walks. Well, one day we're like, let's go the other way. Like Sandra's like, let's go right. And we go right. And I'm walking. And of course I'm, I'm thinking about the baby or I'm thinking about, I'm tired. Or I'm thinking about, oh my gosh, I take my vitamins or I need to drink water, whatever. And Xander's like, mom, did you know that this kite was still here? This was like months later, like months later. And if I was walking by myself, I don't know if I would have noticed it, but we took notice to this kite and then talked about the memory. And it just for a, a quick second, you know, it just slowed our life down. We got to laugh together and we got to remember. So that's going to, that's my next point is what sitting quietly and what, what that does is it also helps us remember. Have you ever sat quietly or like if you're driving in a car and you're looking out the window and you see something and you, maybe you're just, your, your eyes that day or time are attracted to the color red of the leaves. And all of a sudden it brings you back to this memory of like when you were little or, and you wore this red dress and 
you know, or whatever you wore red lipstick out on a day or I don't know, whatever it was, but sometimes a lot of times it's what helps you remember. Uh, it also helps you remember times that you do need to heal from. Um, if you have any inclination of anything that I do in you, um, I really, really enjoy like bulldozing through my emotions. Like I actually like really love that. Um, and so this is something I have to force myself to do that I have forced myself to do over the last like three years of my life. And most importantly, the last two, because what it has caused me to do, like I have things when I sit quietly right now that I remember about even my marriage and how toxic it was that I actually forgot that happened because I was moving so quickly through so much stuff. And I was surrounded by just a lot of toxicity. I, I actually didn't see it. And I'll lay in bed sometimes and just kind of sit and think and, you know, be quiet. And I'll go, oh my gosh, I forgot about that. I forgot about that conversation. Now, like now that I've gone through a lot of the ugh stuff, now I can start to pull things like, oh my gosh, I remember that. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know, it'll just allows you to remember things that where you're at. And you'll find that as you kind of start implementing this as a practice, you'll start remembering the things that you need to at that time in your life. So if there's something that you need to heal from, like, you know, we talked about like brushing everything under the rug. If there's something that you brush under the rug, I promise you at the right time, when you sit quiet and you focus on doing that and you settle everything, it will come up. You will remember because you guys, do you know that we have the power subconsciously to actually brush something under the rug so far that we can, what seems like erase it from our memory. We, we can, like our mind and our body has the power to do that. Um, a friend of mine actually has her whole life struggled with just like trusting and trying to understand like why she could not trust. Like dating was just like so difficult for her and she came from a loving family. Um, she's a Christian, like great church, just a wonderful people that surrounded her. And to make a really long story short, she started diving into healing. Remember that onion that we talked about, how you peel back one layer at a time. So she did all of this sitting and she started to kind of like enter into this journey. And as she began kind of, you know, sitting and here comes a layer, all right, peels it back. Here comes a layer at the very core. This is what she found out. She ended up finding out that she was adopted and that her dad, her father left her in a basket on a doorstep and said the words, I don't want you. She was a baby. So that subconsciously carried through and like without her even knowing, and it, she literally allowed it to block so much that it, it transferred into her life without her even knowing, like, how crazy is that? So we have so much power up here and so much power in here to be like, nope, never happened. Not here. doesn't exist. I don't struggle with that. I don't. Right. Um, and this, this is what's going to pull it out. This will also pull out joy. Uh, if you're feeling stressed, if you're feeling like you have too much on your plate, if you're feeling, you know, things like, gosh, I'm just, I'm struggling, you know, with, with happiness, Nicole, you had mentioned that, um, this is going to pull that out. It's going to, you know, it's a great time to do if that's something you struggle with after writing your gratitude, your gratitude list and doing your affirmations write your gratitude list, do your affirmations, and then sit down and drink your coffee and look out the window. 
Uh, I had an experience during COVID when I was doing this. Uh, I mean, maybe a lot of us did a lot of this during COVID, but I was sitting down drinking coffee and um, Nevada was sleeping on my chest. No, I was not drinking coffee. Nevada was sleeping or sleeping on my chest. And I was just laying and I was kind of like stuck of like a oh, baby on my chest, can't go anywhere, can't do anything. And I was actually quite forced to just like stare out my window. And what happened is like, so around my house, I always see cardinals. Like I see them all the time. We see blue jays all the time. And now I'm blanking on what this bird is called, but I ended up seeing this bird that a long time ago, uh, this woman from my Bible study talked about and this woman wrote me a note that I kept on it. She wrote me a note on a three by five card that said, uh, you have something like you have the greatest, you have a greater fight in you that you can ever imagine. I believe in you. Well, I stuck it in my Bible and this was like, not a time that I was like in the word every single day. Cause my life was crazy. And I just baby, like whatever, I just wasn't. And I looked out the window and I saw this, this bird. Anyways, her and I would, she would talk about this bird. She loved this bird, whatever. So I looked out the window, I saw this bird and I was like, oh yeah. Like I remembered the note that she wrote me. I went to my Bible and like, it was there. Do you know how many times I read my Bible since I talked to that woman so long ago and she wrote me that note and I never ran into it. Right. So also like gives you time to be able to like have joy, like open the door for joy to actually enter. So that's why I'm saying this will pertain to whatever it is and wherever it is in your journey of life. It's really powerful. It's really, really powerful. That was my tangent on it helps you to remember. Okay. All right, let's keep moving. So we have in our notes and our workbook, um, yeah, like don't ignore your hurt, your pain, your situation. Um, give yourself grace. We talked about that last week too, and give yourself the time. So give yourself the time so that you can feel, learn, understand so that you can know We've, we're talking about that right now and don't jump into the next thing as soon as possible. Okay. If that pertains to where you are. So like goal wise, if you've got all this stuff, maybe there could be a goal that's here. That's like, you've got to get through some stuff before the door will open for the next goal to be able to be kind of like allowed into your life, you know? Um, so notice, take the time and understand that there is an order and there is a process to all of this and how it actually works. So uh, what I also love is, you know, when we do this, you'll find, I promise, you'll find that you'll start to speak from more love and light in your life versus hurriness, bitterness. Uh, you have a million things going on, um, anger, right? So depending if you're healing, you'll find that you'll start to settle. That anger and bitterness will start to settle in you. If you're like a doer and you're always doing something, you'll find that it will settle you and you'll be able to really like resonate and be present in a conversation. So guess what your homework is? I'm sure you've already guessed it, but our homework is to sit quiet for five minutes a day. So don't forget, that doesn't mean like sitting in a corner and you're like, nobody can bother me. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, it's not that. So again, it can be riding in a car. It can be, you know, maybe just sitting in a room with your spouse and nobody's talking and you're just kind of noticing. Uh, sometimes I do that here, you know, like I've, I've been here before and people are like, you know, that picture that's like on the wall. And I'm like, no, I don't. What? Like, and it's like, it's by the bathroom or it like says this. And I'm like, no, I have no idea. 
that's how much I'm like, right? Like I'm here, I'm in work mode, I'm going bathroom, I'm going studio A, I'm doing this, this is it. I've sat here before, like, or I've waited in line where I'm like sitting in line for the bathroom and I'm like, huh, I like that quote. I didn't realize I like hung that up. Looks, I really like that. That's like me sitting in line for the bathroom, you guys. Okay, we need this in our lives. You see how much we need this? That is our homework. So your homework is to sit, sit still for five minutes per day. For some of us, you're freaking out. For others, you're like, I can't wait. All right. So we're going to find maybe some things that are interesting. Maybe you're going to find courage. So when you sit for those five minutes, then I want you to just write down some words. After, after you sit, tell yourself what happened. It doesn't have to be like, while I was sitting quiet, these are all the things. Nope. Just maybe, maybe you just wrote, maybe like as you were sitting, you just like felt joy. So maybe you're done and you just write down joy. Or maybe you like are like, oh my gosh, all of a sudden I'm feeling courageous that I can now go have this just this crucial conversation with this person. So you just write down um, courage. So just write down any words that come to your mind when you're done. You can also do this at night after you do your reflection questions. This would also be a really good time. Like, did I do this? And was I here? Was you're holding yourself accountable that way? And then you can sit and you'll find that the answers come with you. Kind of think about it as like uh, being in a conversation. If all you're ever doing is talking to yourself, how do you know what yourself is saying to yourself? Like if all you're doing is like, okay, I'm wondering what I should do about my life. Okay. I'm wondering what I should do this. I'm wondering what I should do this. Okay. Well, you have to like stop to hear what, what's happening and what to say back. Right. How do you ever know what somebody wants to say to you unless you listen? So this is a time for us to listen. It's a time for us to kind of like stay inward. Um, yes. So the main goal here is to really detach. That's the goal. Detach, detach, detach. Okay. So we're kind of like, as we do this, maybe kind of looking for anything that we haven't addressed so far. Um, we're looking to definitely quiet the noise. Uh, we're also looking to really hone in on the work that we want to do with our goals. So something kind of like specific and I'll use Carrie, you and Samara, because you guys are here with me. So like Samara, this will be a really good time since you're kind of in like that realm of like, what is it that is next for me? Like, where do I want to be? And maybe with you sitting, maybe you start to imagine places you want to travel. Maybe, you know, maybe you sit and you're like, I'm feeling really comfortable where I am. And you didn't realize that. Uh, I have a friend that her goal, when she went on this really long trip, like she was like, I need to get away. I need to do like, you know, self-reflection and I need to like dive into all this like work and growth. And she went and when she came back, I was like, okay, like where, where are you at? Like, what'd you learn about yourself? And she goes, you know what? I didn't need it. Like all, all I needed was just to be. And I, she was so focused on like growth and this and that. And when she sat quietly and she let go and she kind of went away and she quieted the noise, what she found was she was like, I'm where I'm supposed to be. I'm doing exactly what I should be doing. And I'm going to grow within the realm of what's already in my life. So it was really powerful, power, powerful for her. So somehow that could be something that you find too. You could find, you know what? I thought that I was like searching for all this, but I'm actually really comfortable here. Carrie, you could find, you know, also with um, your goals and goal setting and like where you're at with your business, 
sitting, you could find uh, really honing in on the work that you need to do within your goals. So here, here's the thing about goals. And I'm, I'm already like super like this because I, I tend to have tunnel vision when I, when I set like some strong goals for myself. But always be careful who you set, who you uh, tell your goals to. Be very, be very intentional who you tell your goals to. Um, this is what I mean. Okay. So like, if I tell you guys, that I'm going to run, remember, I was telling you the story about how I was telling my uh, friends that I was going to run a marathon. Okay. Here's what happens. They already start. To, I'll, I'll give my family as a, as a, as an example, because nobody, in my family really works out. So if I say that to my family, what starts to happen is my family already sees me as a marathon runner. They've adapted this character trait of me as a runner. Okay, well, I'm not a runner because I'm training to run a marathon. But in conversation, my mom, for example, would tell everybody, oh yeah, Amy, she's, she's a runner. Me and my daughter's a marathon runner, right? They've already, so to me, I'm going, okay, they've already adopted me as a marathon runner. How much does that motivate me to actually continue to go and get this goal finished and checked off. Does that make sense? So you want to be very intentional where you're sharing so that you can sit and you can really focus in, Carrie, this is where I was heading with this, focus in on the work that needs to be done. Because when you're go, 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 when you're a go-getter, like all of us are here, um, sometimes all you're doing is you start to realize you're checking things off and you're like, whoa this, like that you're sitting and you're going, okay, that conversation with Sherry is what needs to happen for her team to explode. I can't believe I missed that because you're just focused on doing all the things that you need to do. This is so important, which really seems counterintuitive, but it's so important when you're achieving your goals. Okay. So be thinking about those things as you kind of travel through and see what those connections are. Um, and then also just a couple questions to ask yourself. Uh, is there anything that you need to be saying no to? So as you're sitting and kind of, you know, uh, instilling this quietness within, your, within you and within your daily ritual, is there anything that you need to be saying no to? Maybe yes, maybe no. Maybe no. Um, and what I mean by that is like, Okay, like this is some this is something I still actually have to say no to. So I still have friends that I don't see because of COVID. So my only way to connect with them is on the phone. Um, I still have days from the trauma that I went through where I just like I don't have that space in me. And it's just like I'm having a day, like maybe I didn't sleep a lot, whatever. Maybe I did, and it's just a day where I'm like, I just don't have it in me. Like I don't have it in me to like power through and get this done and make sure I connect. And, you know, sometimes all that goes out the window and it's like, you know what? I know that I plan to talk with you today, but I really don't have the space or capacity. Do you think that we could try for a different day or what I was doing when I was going through all my trauma is I would say things, you know, when my friend would say like, well, can we talk Saturday morning at nine or can we do this? You know? And I'm like, I I just need to wing it at this point. I don't know how I'm going to feel. I don't know if I'm going to be crying on my floor, feeling like I'm dying and I can't walk another step or if I'm going to feel like, all right, yeah, like I'm feeling up for a conversation. And I was very open and very honest, which 
you know, sometimes people can be afraid of that, but what you find is when you are that way, people tend to be a lot tender to you and to your soul. Um, I had to set boundaries with my family. You know, I had to send a mass message out to all of them and just say, I am in a space where I cannot handle a lot. So I need all of you to refrain from stopping over at an unannounced time. Um, I love you all. And I just really need you to respect where I am. Um, at one, at one point with my marriage, uh, like I, I had just, I had just become a member of my church and, you know, my marriage was, it was just in shambles. And, um, I, I was asking like all these opinions, like I was just like hanging on so tight and I was like, okay, somebody will tell me what to do. And I was like, what do you think I should do? What do you think I should do? What do you think I should do? Where should I go? What should I do? What should, you know? And it was like, I was getting, I was getting fired at from all these different directions. And it was my mind was going crazy. I didn't know what to do. And here's what I had to do is I had to cut off all the connection. I had to cut off all the connection, close my eyes, sit quietly and say to myself, okay, what are the boundaries here that I need to take in my marriage? What do I need to be saying no to? What do I need to not be accepting of that is very toxic? And what do I think? And how is my communication with God? Like, what do we think together, right? That was the, my only way to move, to move forward. Um, so I would spend, you know, <clears throat> I would spend a lot of time, like, like reaching here. Like I would reach out to this person and they would give me an answer. And then I'd call this person and then give me an answer. And then I'd be like, what do you guys think I should about this goal? And they give me an answer. I'll reach out to this business person. What do you think I should do with my studio during COVID here? And I have all these different things. And then what was happening is I was still sitting here with not, no way to move forward. The only way I did that was to quiet, to listen, like to go for me to go vertical. Okay. And have this relationship versus horizontal with all these connections to humans. Does that make sense? Um, okay. I forgot. Yeah. That was, that was a really long tangent again. So anything that you need to be saying no to, Okay. So my point was, I said no to all those connections. Um, I lost, I lost people in my life. I did. Like, I, I actually remember when I was, I was, I wasn't, I wasn't divorced yet. And I was, I was in like just the thick of everything. And every winter I go snowmobiling with a really old friend of mine. And, um, you know, usually we have drinks after. And I was like, I, I messaged him and I was like, um, I am in a space where I don't have anything to give. I need to be extremely nurtured. I'm very fragile and this is, it's not going to happen for me this year. I need to be at home and I need to not, I need to not do this. Uh, I haven't talked to him since no response, no nothing. And I'm talking like every year on the dot, that's what we would do. It's okay. Like, it's okay. Uh, another, another, you know, friend of mine that I used to see often, just every now and then we'd get together and same thing. You know, we had set a date for me to, for, I think for her to come over, for me to go to her house. We both have little ones. And, um, you know, I was like stressing out about, it. I was two days away from the day of doing, and I was like, like, I can't leave the house. I'm not, I just, that for whatever reason, because of all the trauma that I was going through. And I reached out to her and I said, listen, I know that we made these plans, but I need, to, I need to pull out. I need to say, no, I'm not in a space right now to even have a conversation to tell anybody what's going on in my life. I need, I need to like be here. I just need to be at home. Um, I've had people say that to me. I had a friend that I used to get together with a lot. We were going to get together. This was years ago. And, um, she said, you know, I, I just, I just have a feeling today that I need to be at home. 
her husband's a football coach. So, and she's got four boys and, um, she's like, I don't even have, she said, I don't even have anything on my calendar. <clears throat> I just have something in me that's telling me I need to be at home in case anybody stops by. And in case my husband needs something boundary, that's a loving boundary. And you know what? I still talk to her to me. It's like, yeah, of course, no problem. You take the time that you need. Right. Uh, so is there anything that you need to be saying no to? Is there anything that you need to be saying yes to? Is there anything that now that you're saying no, you know, maybe, it, maybe it's a friendship that's not getting, you know, that doesn't give, maybe it's, maybe you're giving, 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 but it doesn't give set a boundary there. Or is there another relationship that maybe gives a lot that when you're sitting, you're like, you know what, I'm really noticing that I feel really alive after talking to that person. I feel really loved. I feel really encouraged. <clears throat> Do you need to say yes to spending more time with that person? And it doesn't mean that these things stay the same. They can shift. There's seasons for no's and there's seasons for yeses. And those can always shift and roll and change and adjust. Okay. So we've got your homework is to, to sit still for those five minutes. Um, if you haven't done so, just kind of like make a mental note, or maybe if you want to write it down, choose who you will be sharing, sharing your goals with if you haven't already. And then those two questions, is there anything that you need to be saying no to? <clears throat> and is there anything that you need to be saying yes to? And write down some notes for those. Um, the last thing that I want to leave you with before, before we end today is uh, I'm wondering if any of you have ever heard of sitting Shiva. It's actually a Jewish tradition. I don't remember when I learned about it. I think when I was going to Mars Hill when I was like 22, I remember the pastor talking about it, but it's a Jewish tradition. It's called sitting Shiva. And it is a seven day period that happens <clears throat> when somebody passes away. So it's, I don't want to say like required, but you know, when somebody passes away, this is the tradition of like what happens and how you mourn. So you can read about it. There's so much stuff and I don't have time to like go through a ton of it, but here's kind of the gist of it. Um, it's a time where media and technology is cut out for seven days. Uh, meals are shared. <clears throat> so friends and family, the um, family that come that the person came from stays home. So that family stays home as friends and family enter their home to do things like sit on either the floor or short stools. So they actually don't sit in like tall chairs. Um, imagine that for a second. How different is that that you sit on the floor, sit on the floor with somebody versus sitting in a high top? You know what I mean? And um so they will come in and either bring a meal and share a meal. They will sit on a low stool or the floor with them. Um, and they will, or, and, or they will sit and just be quiet. They will sit in stillness with the family. So kind of what happens is like, you know, the, the member of the family passes the first like two to three days are for like really intense mourning, like so heavy, <clears throat> such mourning. The next, like the next heavy days are for like continuous mourning. And then when people come over and kind of do those things. And then that seventh day, the family then stands up, takes a breath and goes back to their life. Like so much so that that the Jewish tradition believes that if you don't mourn, 
you keep everything so far down in you that it's like so detrimental to your life. Like how cool would it be if in our country, when, uh, when our, somebody in our life passed that we got morning days from work, right? Well, we, we have them because we have our own schedules, but, but think about that. So as you're going through your sitting, as you're asking yourself things, you maybe should say yes or no to, or whatever, is there anything that you need to mourn? Do you need to mourn? Uh, you need to write something down on a sheet of paper of all the things that you're going to let go and hold it over the sink or, you know, light it and let it burn and watch the words burn away. That could be a way that you like let go or mourn. Do you need to have a tough conversation with a friend or somebody, a family member and say, you know what, I've been sitting on this for a while and I, 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 I want to talk to you about something. It's a, I'm talking like crucial conversation. Um, do you need to have a conversation with your spouse about something? Do you need to have a conversation with your, uh, with your mentor, you know, and, and say what, whatever it is about, about your goals. So where, where do you land in that morning stage? Maybe with, um, you know, maybe the conversation with your mentor is like, you know, I need to make sure I need to be held accountable that I actually sit and I need to mourn the fact, Carrie, you and I talked about this, that like my body doesn't look the same or these are no longer my goals, A, B, and C, D, E, like my family, my kids are first, or my, this is this, or I need to throw my goals around the fact that I'm trying to have a baby because you all of a sudden got lost in the fact of like, I have all these goals and blah, 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 right? So maybe some things will come up. So is there anything that you need to mourn? Is there anything that you need to do to sit Shiva? And, or is there anybody that you need to go sit Shiva with? I had a friend whose sister passed away in the summer and I said, you know, um, where her space was, I was not able to go there. So I said, come over. And we had a bowl of soup together and she cried. I I barely said anything. And it just sat, it just sat with her as she cried and we ate our soup and I just hugged her. And then she left. Um, those sitting moments. Do you need that with your spouse? Do you need that with your kid? Do you need that with a friend? Do you need to write some things down? Do you need to write on, you know, wish we did it with wish paper um, at the staff retreat? We wrote down our wishes and we like lit the paper on fire and saw like our, well, some of us saw our uh, paper go up in the air and we saw our wish like kind of like go up there. So, what is it, if anything? What comes to mind when that happens? Share with me. Let me know if you have any questions. I keep going over. I'm really trying to stay on time. I was bad at that because our class ran late today too. And so did our class yesterday. But let's keep, as we do that, let's keep logging our wins. Let's keep uh, finishing our mood board so that we can share with that. I think it would be really good to share a mood board and maybe we'll talk about vision boards too, but it would be really cool to maybe share that at the end of our of our session so we can maybe take our time and feel through what that looks like. So happy healing, happy sitting quiet, happy being still, and I'll see you next week, if not before. Okay. Ta-ta. 
Until next time, be reminded that your past does not have to define your future and that you always have a choice to live a life redesigned. See you soon.